Hi, this is Daniela Wolf with Bestie Life, the podcast, and this is your community to support you through the little and not so little events that make up your day-to-day life. From the I've got this moments to the Ugh, I just can't moments, we are here to empower all women to find and develop the skills they need to find peace, balance, and the bliss in their busy through solo episodes as well as interviews with amazing women who share their journey and their story and how it works for you. I hope you find the inspirations to make you laugh, think, as well as maybe rethink what you thought you knew and connect as we realize that we are all living similar ups and downs and don't have to do it alone. So excited for you to hear this episode and thanks so much for joining me today. Hi, this is Daniela with Bestie Life, the podcast. And today I'm so excited for you to meet Hillary Wise. She is a mama, soon to be mama of two, right? Within the next week. Yes, yes. <laughs> Who helps other women and mamas and men even fit exercise into their busy schedules while learning how to eat healthy without dieting. And I'm so excited for you to share all of it personally, professionally, because I think this is something that it's not always easy. I think we just assume because we all eat food, we should know the right way or what's best for us or what's healthy. And, and I love that you break it down. If you follow her page on Instagram into such simple, integratable skills with your family, it's not like an isolation. So thank you so much, Hillary, for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. So just to kind of back up a little bit, I know I dived ahead on, on what you're doing. What brought you on this journey? How did you come into the health and wellness and fitness space? Well, honestly, I will say it probably started back in college. Um, and for, I am in my like early mid, almost in my mid thirties now, but, um, so back in college, I was, I, I kind of got into fitness. I had like a, you know, a strength training class and I thought I was doing all the right things, but I really was over-exercising and I was under-eating and I didn't really even realize that's what I was doing because I feel like, especially with, with, you know, young, impressionable women, there's this thing in the media where we just, we're we're told that we need to be a certain size or look a certain way or eat a certain way. And maybe that's what the most, you know, popular celebrity is doing at the time or something. And we look to them as a role model and that's not necessarily healthy at all. Um, Not to say that you know, everyone like that is unhealthy. But for me, I didn't have any really good role models when it came to that in my life, like in college and everything. And I thought I was doing everything correctly. But again, I was over exercising, under eating, it got to a point where I actually, you know, lost my period. And I was Mm -hmm. the doctors like didn't really even know what to make of it. They, I went through some tests and no one ever really told me, Hey, you need to slow down on your exercise, like slow your roll. You need to eat more. And even if they did, I probably wouldn't have listened. Honestly, um, at that time I wasn't very, not that I wasn't open to, you know, suggestions, but I thought like, again, I was doing it. I was doing what other people were doing and I thought I was doing it right. And it got to the point where I was, you know, kind of going to the gym almost two hours a day sometimes. And it just wasn't sustainable for normal life. Like after college, like I went, you know, I had a a job, I'm a nurse and I was like trying to fit that in amid family life. And it was just, it got to be too much. And like, no wonder people feel like they need to 
you know, quit or, you know, stop altogether. Right. I'm a, I'm a very like type a person. I'm kind of, you know, black and white. So I, it's sometimes it's hard to find grace in that gray area. And I know that was hard for me, but what I found was, um, you know, especially as we, as I got into motherhood, like you, it can't be all or nothing because it's, you know, you can't have that perfectionist mindset because you'll, you'll drive yourself crazy or you'll want to quit altogether. So I find that the, the best way to look at it is to find a, you know, give yourself a healthy amount of grace and somewhere in the middle is um, probably, you know, your best bet. So like, if you want to, I, I try to have like a rough schedule uh, for myself when it comes to, you know, fitness um, and like nutrition, maybe meal planning a little bit. And I do the same for my clients, but I also, I, you know, kind of preach to them that, Hey, it's not going to, happen overnight. We don't need to take huge, big steps. Baby steps is great or baby steps are great. And, um, finding some balance in the middle because nobody's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I run a, an online boot camp, and I'm certainly not perfect either. Um, I like actually do to have a C-section this coming Monday. <laughs> um, so I'm going to have a lot of life changes coming up soon. And I'm certainly not going to be showing up like I was before. It's going to be a little while. So I'm going to need to mm-hmm. give myself a lot of grace. So I, I find that kind of having a schedule and, you know, trying to stick to that, but also if you can't, or if life happens, then giving yourself a lot of grace along the way has been really helpful to me. And I actually found, you know, after college, after I was so kind of caught up in over kind of exercising and everything, I was like, wow, this is, this is not sustainable anymore. And I wasn't seeing the results that I really wanted anyway. So I actually found myself a coach as well. Um, And that's kind of how I got into the health and fitness space, because she showed me how to, you know, kind of balance everything. And I kind of fell in love with it from there and actually started to build my own business um, to help and other women and, and guys too, and um, just to pay it forward. So that's kind of how I, you know, started my own boot camps and started to get healthier myself because I realized with her help that I was able to, I didn't have to exercise, you know, for two hours a day, I could do 30 minutes here or there. I could fit meal planning and prepping. It didn't have to be all or nothing on the weekends. I could do it here and there throughout the week. Um, same way with like, you know, business. Um, I'm, you know, I'm a nurse and I also run this, you know, health and fitness business. So I, I do it in pockets of time throughout the day. And today that was sitting and, you know, catching up with clients while I'm sitting in the OV office, you know, waiting for the doctor to come in. So it happens in like little life increments and that's okay. It doesn't need to be all perfectly scheduled. Yeah. And thank you so much for sharing all of your honesty and vulnerability around it. Cause I think so many of us have been there at different times in our lives. I always say, you know, self-care is the thing they don't teach us about as school. And I consider the way we eat and the way we move part of our self-care, you know? And so you hear about keto and the Mediterranean and gluten-free and HIIT workouts and boot camp style workouts and all these different things, but really finding what's right for you, what's healthy for you, and, and that whole moderation and grace piece. You know, I even talk about there's four minute HIIT workouts, there's 10 minute yoga, like it can be so much smaller and manageable than what I think we assume it has to be. And if you have a cupcake, that's probably fine. You know, there's no, I think, right or wrong, but when we make it so rigid is what makes it so hard to make it part of your life. Absolutely. I think if we have that, and I think a lot of, you know, moms and women, you know, especially I'm sure there's some guys out there too, but 
we have this black or white thinking or all or nothing mindset. And I really try to break that with my clients and to just, you know, talk about getting, like you said, giving yourself some grace and Hey, I like this pregnancy. I've been craving all sweets <laughs> and <laughs> um, I was, I've been craving a cream filled donut for like a week. And on the way home from, you know, my appointment the other day, it went well. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to go get myself a cream filled donut. So that's what I did. And I had no guilt about it. And I feel like years ago, I would have beat myself up for that. So finding grace in that too is important. Absolutely. That guilt, that comparison, those voices in our head that tell us things that aren't true. How do you help people with that mindset part, you know, when you're competing against media, social media, what they see online, all those types of things? We try, what we try to do in our, in our groups is just compare yourself today to where you were yesterday. And it doesn't even need to be to where you were two years ago, because maybe you've made huge strides, but we're going to go day by day and take baby steps. Um, and it's a really encouraging community. Um, it's positive. I try to and make sure to really try to keep it that way. And we do talk about the effects of like the media and like growing up with, you know, I'm a nineties child. So like kind of that, you know, all like the supermodel stick thin, you know, figures, mm -hmm. Victoria's secret, like back when I was younger, like that was the quote unquote ideal body type. And it's just not realistic. Um, and I feel like that's sort of contributed to where, you know, I was working out, you know, too hard and, you know, too long to get to a physique that my body just ultimately didn't like. So we, we do try to, you know, kind of nip that in the bud right away and focus on small achievable baby steps that are sustainable. Because I feel like when you do, if you, if you start and you have, you know, these huge, enormous, it's okay to have big goals. Like I'm not saying you don't make big big goals, but it's when you start off and you're a little maybe hesitant to begin with, or you don't have as much confidence and you have these huge looming goals over you, it can feel very overwhelming. So kind of breaking those down into smaller, smaller, more achievable goals, because once you, you know, once you achieve one of those, you're going to start to feel more confident and then you can go on to the next small goal. So even if someone, you know, starts with me and they're like, oh my gosh, I, I don't have the time to work out at all. I can't even fit anything in. Like maybe they're a new mom or something. And um, I said, okay, well, let's just focus on nutrition first, make sure we're drinking a lot of water. And then maybe a couple of weeks down the road, fit a workout in here and there if you can. Mm -hmm. um, so it doesn't have to be, you don't have to, you know, hit the ground running right away. We can kind of work with you where you are. Um, and I think that's important for not just health and fitness, but like other types of goals too, that we have in our lives. Yeah. And sometimes that's just why I even call it movement rather than a workout. Yeah. If we reframe the fact that you're moving, moving is the, the, the whole purpose, the whole goal in some ways, it's just a matter of how fast, how long, how far, but as long as you're moving, you're still meeting that goal. I love that. I love calling it move. Yes, I agree. <laughs> totally agree. And I love too, like, you know, I know you integrate it with your family, you're modeling for your daughter, you know, and that's huge as well. The message that's that that's end. But what if you're kind of the lone ranger in your family at that point when you're starting out? How do you help kind of create that environment that everyone buys into? That that can be tough when you feel like you're alone. That's why I feel I really like the group setting kind of that we have that, you know, it, they don't feel like maybe they're they feel like they're home alone. But when they check in, they're seeing mm -hmm. all these other people 
do it too. And so they won't feel alone. They'll feel a sense of community. But I, you know, there are a couple gals in our group who maybe their significant other at home isn't exactly on board with healthy eating. And they're like, I don't want to make two different, you know, meals every day, one for me and one for them. So that can be tough to get, to get over that mindset. But I think just being a good example yourself, we're not, I don't want, if you go about it in a way that you, you know, try to force them to do it or, you know, try to quote unquote fix fix that. Um, They might not be as receptive, but just making healthy meals for yourself and maybe just incorporating one healthy ingredient at a time into their meals too. Um, Even for picky kids, it can be, you know, if your kid doesn't eat very healthy, maybe instead of, you know, what they normally eat add a, you know, a fun veggie in a certain way here and here and there, just to introduce them to new things. And if they like it, that's awesome. If they don't, okay, maybe we'll try a different one or a different way next time. Um, But just kind of trying new things. Don't be afraid to think out of the box a little bit. And, you know, there are a lot of ways to make food taste delicious and have it be healthy at the same time. And we have a lot of recipes available too for that. So um, that's kind of where we're at with that. My kids always joke, they'd be like, mom, did you healthify this? You know, they'd ask on certain meals. There was that, um, it was Jessica Seinfeld's mac and cheese where I would add a a box of frozen butternut squash with the cheese and the noodles and stuff like that. And the first time they had no idea. I made the mistake of telling them when they were younger. And so then like, they started questioning like a lot of things, but there were a lot of different ways you could kind of substitute or add different ingredients in a way that you know, your, your family could buy into it. They could be like, Oh, this is pretty good. I don't mind adding or switching or doing things a little bit differently. If you do it in a way that's fun, that doesn't feel forced and and that type of thing. Absolutely. One of my favorite recipes, you mentioned butternut squash, mac and cheese. I like cauliflower, mac and cheese, cauliflower, rice, mac and cheese. Okay. You can add some like cauliflower rice in there. That's like already frozen. You don't need to like rice the cauliflower yourself. I'm all about taking the easy way. Um, But it tastes, it still has that mac and cheese taste, but it adds a veggie. So that's great for like maybe kids who don't love their veggies veggies. Or if you, we just had a recipe that I just recently posted in our group. It was, I call it nice cream instead of ice cream. So it's like cocoa powder and like frozen bananas and then peanut butter. And I love to add frozen zucchini in there too, which sounds weird. Um, (laughs) But you, you know, you take a zucchini, I cut it up, put it in a freezer bag, and then it just adds extra thickness, makes it creamy. um, And it adds, like I said, a veggie that you can't really even taste. So I, my daughter loves it and she's two and a half. So she's at that like picky eating phase. She's pretty good at this point, but I'm, if hey, if she'll eat that, then that's mm-hmm. great for me. <laughs> I love that. I've done the nice cream, but I've never added the frozen zucchini. I'll definitely have to, to try that next time. Yeah, for sure. So how are you? I know, obviously, you know, you practice the healthy eating and working out on a regular basis, but are there other things you do as part of your self-care to take care of yourself while you're juggling all of these roles? I think right now, and this is can change in, you know, your stage of life, but like where I'm at right now, I don't have a lot of time to myself. (laughs) Um, So in waking up just a little bit earlier in the mornings and just getting in some, whether it's like devotions or like a little gratitude journal, I like to, I have this, you know, little gratitude journal that I write down things that I'm grateful for that happened the day before. And I like to go back and look at those. And then I also write down little like small wins that happened Mm -hmm 
day before too, just to kind of boost your self-confidence. And if you do that first thing in the morning, along with a good, like personal development passage or like reading from a devotional, I feel like it just starts your day off on a positive note. Mm -hmm. Um, So I do, and I do it before everybody else wakes up and I am not a morning person, let me tell you, but (laughs) it is worth it just to get up like 10 minutes earlier um, to just sit there with, you know, a, you know, cup of right now it's decaf, but cup of coffee (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, do a little bit of reading, writing, and kind of just clearing my mind for the day. And that kind of just helps me to get on the right track. Yeah. And I love that you share. It's just a couple of minutes. And I always consider gratitude such a huge part of self-care that I think it's overlooked and the fact that you know you're taking just not these broad things but real life things from the day before because we can always focus on what went wrong when we focus on what went right that science part of it we you know activate our reticular activating system in our brain where we then start to notice more good things more positive things the more we practice doing that you know so I love that that's part of your day absolutely I think there's um I don't know the exact percentage but I feel like I've, I've read somewhere recently that like over 70 percent of them, someone's thought in any given day is like negative. So if we can like start it off with like some positive thoughts, like maybe that can, you know, kind of roll into the rest of our day as well. So, and that, yeah, and it can be something as small as, you know, thank you for the sunshine out today. And it's not mm-hmm. the fact that it's not a dreary winter day it can be something super small. I know I, I live in the Northeast as well. And I'm like counting on the days till I can bring my sunglasses back out again and put yes. them on because I feel like it's been forever. <laughs> right. For sure. So where can people find you? How can they work with you? Well, um, I have a page on Instagram. It's Hillary, H-I-L-A-R-Y dot Y is W-Y as in yellow S-E. You can find me there. And I do post similar content on my Instagram and Facebook page. I have a page on Facebook called Hill Wise Health and Fitness. Um, or you can just feel free to reach out like via email. Um, I don't know if you want to put that in the show notes as well, but I can, it's like Hillary.ashton, which is my middle name, A-S-H-T-O-N.wise at Gmail. Um, so feel free to reach out and we can chat about kind of where you're at with, you know, if you have any specific goals when it comes to movement and nutrition, or, um, if, if you're just interested in, you know, kind of making some goals because you feel stuck or if you need any help in that area, please feel free to reach out. I'm happy to help. Awesome. And definitely all those lives links will be live in the show notes below. So thank you so much, Hillary, for joining me today. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much again for joining me today. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please let me know any questions or comments that you have. Also, if you can please leave an Apple five-star review so that this episode can be shared with more women. There's two quotes that I love, alone we may be strong, but together we are stronger, as well as when women support each other, incredible things happen. So let's be stronger and incredible together, as well as maybe just have some fun along the way. Thanks so much and talk to you soon. Bye.